welcome to this special podcast series. Now that you're a new consultant, are you wondering, what do I do first? This five-part series covers getting started in your first few days or even weeks. I'm Susan Bauer, your host, and excited to bring you these podcasts that go hand-in-hand with the five-step guide in your starter kit and videos found on the Norwex Resource website. Congratulations, you finished step one. Now, on to step two. This episode is so important because you want to build a solid party calendar right away. And today, I'm joined by Vice President Sales Leader, Tiana Doherty. You know, she was sitting in your seat just about 10 years ago. Is that right, Tiana? Yeah, 10 years ago. And so, tell me, why did you start? Gosh, you know, I, um, I was a stay at home mom when I was introduced to Norwex and I had already eliminated a lot of the cleaners from my home. Um, I, at that point was, um, I think about a five year cancer survivor, um, and then had two kids. And so the opportunity to find amazing products that worked, um, very quickly, I wanted to share them with everybody that I knew and I wanted everything in the catalog. So um, because I was a stay-at-home mom, our budget was a little bit tight. And so I said yes to Norwex because I wanted to um, be able to share with my friends, but also earn my products for my home so that we could have that healthier home with Norwex. Um, and I really wasn't sure what I wanted to do in the beginning party-wise, but um, I'm, I'm glad I said yes, and I'm glad I jumped in. And I hope that today I have some tips that are super helpful for those of you who are just saying yes to Norwex and um, how to fill your calendar and really create that momentum. Ah, I love that story. Uh, so I know when you started, something made a huge difference in helping you to fill your calendar. What was that? Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I, I remember being on a call with um, one of my senior leaders and we, she kind of went around and asked everybody, you know, what are your goals? What, how many parties do you want to do? And everyone on the call was new and I was the last one to speak and everybody was like, oh, I want to do eight parties a month, 10 parties a month. And then it came to me and I said, I don't know. I mean, I think I just want to do one party a month. I really wasn't sure exactly what this looked like for me. But I remember um, she made the suggestion, and it, I, I love to share this with my team, my new team members, um, to be willing to do more in the beginning than you want to do forever. Because really, those first couple weeks after you join Norwex, you're excited, you're wanting to share these products. And one of the best things I did was I took two weeks and I booked my party calendar pretty, pretty solid. So, you know, I always recommend if you can do four parties in a two week period, even if you don't plan to do two parties a week um, or four parties in two weeks on a normal basis, I suggest that you just, as you're launching your business and you're getting started, be willing to just try it because it's like starting a new job. Um, that training period um, that you have, you are going to build so much more confidence when you have the opportunity to go do a party and then you have another one right away. Um, the other reason I think this is so important is oftentimes we come on and we're new and we're not really sure what we're doing yet. And so we'll book a party and then we maybe won't have another party for, you know, 
five or six weeks, it's really, really hard to get your party calendar going and to create that momentum when you have those huge gaps. So um, I really suggest having those parties as close together as you possibly can in your first few weeks because that, it, it helps you in so many ways. It helps with your confidence, it helps with the training, um, and it also just jumps you right into momentum right from the beginning. And like I said, I only wanted to do one party a month. So to do four parties in, in two weeks was a little stretch for me, but I also knew that that was super important just as I, as I got started, just for the training part of it itself. And Tiana, that is, you did, you were so smart. You didn't even know it back then, but <laughs> we do know that consultants who start and actually have parties right away are about three times more successful. And that has to do with the fact that you jump in and you get going. It's kind of like when you get on a exercise routine or something, you know, it's just easier than to and I know this from experience, you start and then, you know, it's great. And then you stop. And a couple of months later, it's really hard to get back on that spinning bike. Um, so I think that that momentum is so important. And I love the idea of just a four-party try with, you know, no matter what you started this business for or how many parties you thought you'd do, you know, just give it that four-party try and it will build your confidence. You'll earn your kit. You'll earn lots of fresh start rewards. You'll have money in your pocket and you'll have parties on your calendar. You know, it's just a win, win, win. And you'll see the return on that so much faster. And that also helps you to say, wow, you know, um, and you'll have more bookings on your calendar. So at a launch party, Tiana, because that's the first step is really booking those launch parties in, um, whether you have one or whether you have two, and inviting friends and family um, to those to host their own party. So, you know, why is that such an important goal at your launch party? Mm. Well, you know, oftentimes at your launch party, it's your friends and family, right? It's the people that you're the closest to. It's what we call our warm circle. Um, and so it's, super important to ask your family and friends to help support you in your business. Um, you know, I think so often, you know, we're ready to do a party. We're excited about these products. And sometimes what happens is we focus on the sales, which sales are nice. Don't get me wrong. But in the beginning, what we want is we want those bookings on our calendar. And so I think when we have to be okay, um, being willing to ask for the bookings, because what that does is it takes you very quickly out of your warm market into meeting people that maybe you don't know. Um, and the more you can get out of your you know, warm circle, your warm market and into meeting new people, the quicker your business is gonna take off as well. Um, so yes, we want our friends and family to get started, get products in their hands, but don't forget how amazing our hostess program is. I would much rather offer them all the amazingness of the rewards we have with our hosting program and, and offer to you know, do a show for them and their friends and family um, than just having them start with the basic package you know, or, or a few of those simple items. So um, you're really helping them get more and they're helping you very quickly get out of just that circle of friends and family. So I do think it's important at the launch party that one of our biggest goals is making sure that we're asking everyone to help us out um, and share what you love, like your 
excitement and why you said yes to Norwex, make sure you're sharing that because if people can see that you're excited and you're not just selling a product, they're going to be way more likely to want to help you um, and want to support you in your business. And the other thing I think is important to mention in here is be okay hearing no. Like you're, everybody you ask isn't going to say yes. Ideally, that would be wonderful and perfect, but not everybody's going to say yes. And that's okay. That doesn't have anything to do with you, but don't quit asking. Um, you know, make sure you're connecting with those people you're the closest to and letting them know why this is important and how they can help you. Once you have parties on your calendar, um, how do you help? to get outside that circle um, before you, you know, you have those parties that your friends and family are hosting. Yes. So the key here is hostess coaching. Um, so once you get a few of those parties on your calendar, you've got friends and family that have said yes. I think sometimes it's easy for your friends and family to just think about those friends and family, right? And so if you're not coaching them, if you're not sharing and giving them some suggestions on um, who to invite, sometimes what happens is you end up with the same group of people at every party and you don't want that because that's not gonna help you. I mean, it's lovely, it's wonderful to have them join you, but you want them to be thinking about who they know outside of that circle as well. So um, one of the best tips is when you have friends that you know they have really good friends that maybe you wouldn't invite their friend, but you can make like name suggestions like Susan, hey, I know you're, you're super good friends with Sally, bring her along to the party. I would, you know, or invite her to come to your party. Um, I think sometimes when you can even give them specific names of people that they haven't thought of, um, that that helps. And then also reminding them not to forget about their neighbors or parents and their kids, sports team teachers, and, and of course our social media friends as well. Right. So just helping them just to make their list and not just think about those same friends and family that were at your launch party or were at the party that they attended. That's really great advice. And that Frankie list uh, is something that you can start uh, to help you create a contact list for your launch parties. But again, as Tana said, it can help um, you to figure out who to invite to host their own parties. And then those people to just trigger. It's kind of like when you're making a list uh, for anything, you go to the grocery store all the time, but you're making a list and Frankie helps you do that. Like, oh, I didn't think of that person or, oh, right. I, you know, I know that person from the gym and that person, I always see her with, um, with Sally. And so I'll ask her, she'll invite her along too. And I like that, Tana, where you said, you know, suggest specific people. And the more that you um, get to know people, even at your parties, you're going to start to learn um, information about them that's just going to help you build that relationship and keep those contacts and future business going because you do want to expand outside of your immediate circle. So I think too, Susan, just to kind of, you know, go back through some of this. It, it, it is about the momentum, right? It is about making sure that you get enough parties on your calendar right away, um, that you don't have these big gaps of time. 
So, you know, a couple of those may be your two launch parties and, and asking your friends, um, even before your launch party, finding out if you have friends or family that are um, willing um, to support you in those first couple of weeks. And then the other thing I want to mention is having your calendar ready, like sitting down with your significant other, with your family, um, kind of deciding what this is going to look like, because it may take a little more time away from home in the beginning than what it always will. But I think the best thing we can do is have that open line of communication so that everybody knows what to expect. And then also not going into your party with just a wide open calendar and letting them choose when they want to party with you. Instead, it's so important to choose those dates that you want to party um, that you know is going to work for your family and that you're not saying yes to them and then have to say no to something else that's important to you to make sure that you go in ahead of time with those dates highlighted and ready to book those parties. That's just something that, um, you know, is super helpful. Cause I went in at first and I was like, woohoo, my party calendar's wide open. I'll do a party whenever. And, and maybe that's kind of what the accidental momentum, you know, how that happened to begin with even. Um, and it was great in the beginning, but you do want to have control over your calendar. And I think the best way to do that is to start with, um, having that plan and having those those party dates highlighted so that you know and your family knows what to expect. And you can put your family first because you can put all the dates that you know you have things that you, you know, that you will be doing, uh, you know, when your kids' soccer games are, when you know that, you know, it's your date night with your husband, whatever it is, or uh, you put those in first and then you can build your party schedule around it because that is the beauty of this business. So I know that you, we, we talked a lot about momentum on this podcast. And again, that is so important. You know, you're riding a bike. It's the same thing, you know, like that as soon as you get going, it's easier to keep going and you just keep that momentum um, continuing. So Jenna, as we're closing, do you have any final like advice just knowing for the last 10 years as you've gone along how how why or why is it so important to keep that momentum and keep that party calendar up front of mind Absolutely so you know, I, I love what you said about um, putting in all your family stuff first. That is so important and it is exactly why um, so many of us do this business for the flexibility. Um, but I would say that, you know, 10 years later, looking back, I know we did talk a lot about momentum, um, but a couple of the other things that I just want to like make a point of is remember, I said, I only wanted to do one party a month. That was kind of my goal. I think it's because there was so much unknown. I did not know if I was going to even survive standing up and talking in front of people. Um, you know, I, I didn't know what this was going to look like because it had been a while since I worked outside of the home. And, but what I can tell you is after doing a couple of those parties, that extra income, like I went to the, I would go to the grocery store and leave feeling guilty. Like I'd spent too much money. And so initially that one party a month for me was just going to help to cushion our grocery bill. Right. So that I didn't have to feel that way. Um, and doing those four parties, what I quickly realized is that that was a pretty significant, um, 
cushion to our budget. And not only was that helpful for me to see that leaving my home and going and doing these parties could help our family financially, but it was really good for my husband to see that as well. And when you, again, back to that word momentum, but when you go back to thinking about that momentum in the beginning, you're able to quickly see the return on investment, right? Where when you're just doing one here or there, it maybe doesn't really feel like you're making that much extra money. Um, and so again, just like being willing, but then also thinking about what those things are that are important to you um, as far as how can that extra income help um, your family. Tiana, I think that you have given an amazing amount of great tips. So Stay with us for your next step, which is step three, and that's all about having the best party demo ever. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the Norwex Learning Network so you never miss a podcast episode. And check out the resource.norwex.com or for those of you in Canada, that's the resource ca.norix.com for additional training and tools.